Hello, Adamo. I'm curious your theory. About why you I think, think I, <laughs> I, I think um, can you speak by the way? I just want to make sure if you're breaking up or not or if it's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're breaking up. Oh my god. That's what Oliver does when he's talking with his mom, apparently. <laughs> hangs up on her. <laughs> I think I was wow. a little bit. So were you playing that song because we're having a Troilo seminar starting on Friday? I thought it was Darienzo. <laughs> However, was, that was Pugliese. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm saying Troilo. And to make it even more confusing. I just learned because I'm yeah. learning constantly. Like a sponge. Like a fucking sponge. Tell me, what did um, you learn? The first tango orchestra to play in Teatro Colon was that orchestra. Osvaldo Pugliese oh, really? in nineteen eighty five. Because apparently they only had classical music. Very strict about this. And it oh. was Osvaldo's mom's dream to hear to play. him play there. Although she passed away before that happened. Oh, wow. Another interesting thing about that arrangement is that there's one section A, one section mm -hmm. B, and then 40... I forget uh, how it was counted out, but basically it's all C's. <laughs> Holy shit! Just like C and C, and I'm I, I see Emiliano is listening. He could probably give us more information about that. But I just learned this through the last class I had with Horacio. Um, that wow! Now I have now we all have to hear it again, man. Shit! Yeah, I learned some really interesting things. Um, I'm jealous of these two p.m. lessons you're doing on Sundays. It's not the only thing you're jealous of. Mm -hmm. Really? What else am I <laughs> jealous of? You're rock climbing. Oh, what else? Uh, I don't know, man. But, I don't know. yes, I climbed today. Today, I'm jealous of anyone that can actually look in the light. I'm still sitting with my sunglasses in the dark. <laughs> it's really hard to eat, apparently, with sunglasses on in the dark. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I made my own menes for the first time. Really? Yes. Yummy? I'm never buying mayonnaise again. <laughs> I figured. It's so easy. And it's so I good. know. It doesn't last as long, but it's okay. You can make in small batches, right? Exactly. One egg, six ounces of oil, more or less. Some garlic, some lemon, salt and pepper. Cool. It's amazing. Fantastic. Uh, last I rode 22 miles yesterday. 
Oh, Mark puts paprika in his mayo. Really? Paprika. That's you amazing. say paprika or paprika? Paprika. No, you say paprika. I like paprika. <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm when I hear everybody's version of saying paprika. Is it pecan? If the, is there anyone pecan. that says paprika? I think it's an Ohio thing. Paprika. Hmm. 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 Yeah, I rode 22 miles yesterday. And that is a really long ass bike ride, Adam. The longest I've done is 30 miles. That's why energy. I know. And that took me four hours, I think. I rode 20 miles on Saturday. Basically, to ride to Manhattan is 10 miles. <laughs> so anytime I want to ride in, it's 10 miles. Even the oh, East Village is 6. Oh, and then you only six. rode 2 miles in the city? That's it? So even the East Village is 6 miles from my apartment. What do you mean I only rode 2 miles in the city? Well, if it takes 10 miles to get into Manhattan from your place and then within the within Manhattan, if you rode 22 miles total, mm -hmm. it's 10 miles back and forth or one way? I changed my Yeah, uh, back and forth. And then okay, All right. I bop around. Never mind, I'm slow town. today. Sorry. It's okay. Got you. I'm lying. I actually only rode half a mile. <laughs> no, I'm lying again. You're trying to fuck with me. Look, I'm vaccinated. I've got migraines. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I just... When I ride that much, I have a lot of energy the next day. I know like what I you sleep mean. I sleep really well, feel... and then... I woke up today, like, bolted out of bed, went back to the gym, a lot of energy. That's what exercising does. I walked uh, 120 blocks on Sunday, and hmm. Monday I was like, I don't know how many miles that was or how many steps, guys. I don't look at that stuff anymore, but... Um, took me three four hours because i took a bunch of breaks and read and it was just amazing and on monday i was like a bee i did not stop for 15 16 hours non-stop and on tuesday i collapsed <laughs> i was like i still kept going but i was like one-fourth the energy mm -hmm. i'll probably have a i need a rest day tomorrow you need one I think I should have a rest day. Yes. Because I might you know see what I you did? Friday. You know where and I went we yesterday? Might dance. Where? Speaking of dancing, do you know what I did yesterday? <laughs> what did you do? Was it illegal? Shh, don't tell anyone. I went do dancing. Tell. I went dancing. You went dancing. Shh. Yeah. Shh. How was that? Non. It was what? Fun? I was gonna say, uh, I don't want to say anything too negative, but after a year of not dancing, it wasn't really. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. I think they'll kill it I, for us. I, I'm sorry, everyone, but I think everybody's anticipating this, this great re return, and uh, I'm sorry, it's not that. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know. 
I think I will. I thought I was going to cry. I thought it was going to be emotional seeing people dancing. And uh... it was also daytime and not a. It was just like nine of you guys or something. Yeah, it was so very small. Nine people. It's not the same. No, I know. But still. It was nice, though. I, mean, I will say it was nice to dance and just have a reason to go Yeah, don't be ungrateful, Adam. I want to smack you right now. I missed, you know, I missed judging people so much based on their dance. It was <laughs> such a nice return to normalcy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, should we invite our uh, first two guests for tonight? Because I don't want to hear you judging people. Oh, well, let's, dancing. let's bring them on so I can judge them. All right, excellent. My judgment shape. I'm wondering Fantastic. if Emiliano has... I don't have any information wow, about pressed. anything. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? You're fired. I'm only allowed to talk about um, Auster Piazzolla. <laughs> exactly. Or, why? I thought we're doing a Troilo seminar. Have you guys heard the? Uh, yeah, actually, yes. Uh, Pugliese has a, a version of Verano Porteño. I don't know if you ever heard that beautiful version mm, of no. a, a composition no. by Piazzolla, but made in a Pugliese mm. style, which it's amazing. Verano Porteño oh, wow. by Pugliese. Yeah. Well, welcome Leandro and Emiliano. Thank Hola. you. Hola, guys. How are you? Welcome. Good. Welcome back to the U.S., Leandro. Thank you. I'm back. I do have Orlando Porteño. I have well, to be honest. I just... Yeah. I have to yes, be honest. Leandro. I'm in the street because I just saw Emiliano. You. you did? So. That is not true. Yes. <laughs> no? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and yeah, we were in, in trouble because I didn't have battery in my phone, so I had to run to my to my house. And Leandro is coming back to his house. We haven't seen each other for a while because he was in Brazil. So, yeah. so we had a couple of hot chocolates. Uh huh. Hot yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Our> chocolates. <laughs> That's how you call it. Right on, Adam. In sync. So, so are you guys ready you guys for Friday? Another... Yeah, we're ready. Are you ready? Did you have a meeting on the fire escape? Uh, we did. No, we just met to work and organize everything for the next three Fridays with hot chocolate. Emiliano? Yes? I have two versions of Verano Porteño. One is okay. 9 minutes 40 seconds <laughs> and the other is 3 minutes 36 seconds. I would choose the 3 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I mean... I used to work on radio, and I can tell you that that's going to be clever, and people will like you more. <laughs> <laughs> but Adam doesn't care about people liking him, so... Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> then <laughs> just put another song and say that that's Verano Porte. <laughs> put, a, put a Billy Joel song, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. So what's I happening this pretty... Friday? This Friday, Leandro, go ahead. I go ahead. Okay, so we are doing the Seminario Aníbal Troilo. No, we're doing the Seminario Nestor Piazzola. Astor Piazzola. And we are very excited about that. Of course, there were plenty of activities about Piazzola mm -hmm. because of uh, 
the, the, the 100th anniversary of his birth. But what we are trying to do with Emi is try to think about Piazzolla in different ways. So about his music, about uh, the history of, uh, not his biography, but a particular moment uh, of his life history, so we can understand a little bit of Argentine history, U.S. history, the history of the cultural industry. So we have many surprises. Yeah, and we... Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, and we, we've been joking about Annabel Troilo, but didn't Piazzolla know Annabel Troilo? Well, yes, definitely. And to add what Leandro was saying, for those who, who don't know us, we we have this concept uh, of, of, of seminar that Leandro is, is a historian, a good friend of mine, I'm a musician, and, and we, we decided to create these seminars uh, with different subjects and topics. And in this case, we decided to do Astor Piazzolla because of his centennial, as Leandro was saying. And definitely, Troilo, well, Piazzolla was part of Troilo's orchestra. Piazzolla was... Uh, very young when he went to see Troilos. He used to go every night to see Troilo actually, until wow. one day one of the Bandonians was sick and Piazzolla approached Aníbal and he said, hey, can I play? And he said like, well, you're too young. And he said, well, but I know all the Bandonian parts, I can play them. And they didn't believe him and then he did. And then a couple of weeks later, he was the first Bandonian in his orchestra oh and a couple of weeks later he was the arranger of Hannibal Troilo and a couple wow. of weeks later he left because <laughs> he was too much or he was trying to do something different so yeah Piazzolla is really really well related wow. to Hannibal Troilo yeah. and how young are we talking about I don't know that I, 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 I gotta check but I would say probably less than 20 years yeah, supposed to was... be less than 20 Amazing. years I heard he was a teenager so, in his late teens yeah yeah probably yeah, probably 16, 17. I don't know. I can check that. But what is amazing is that many of the arranger, arrangements that that you hear about Aníbal Troilo actually are written by Astor Piazzolla, and not everybody knows that. And and that's I think it's really interesting because we usually don't relate Piazzolla's music to Aníbal Troilo's because it's mm -hmm. a different style, probably. But actually, they're really well connected, and they Piazzolla admired him. The only thing is he used to say is that. Piazzolla wanted to do much more different things and, 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 and Troilo as a director didn't allow him to do that. So then at some point Piazzolla said like, okay, this is my limit. I want to have my own orchestra. And this mm. is when Piazzolla left. But he did a, a great career with Troilo, definitely. Mm. Badass. Yeah, right? Crazy, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Piazzolla's Amazing. career is super interesting. I mean, I know because of the centennial, everybody is now having... Uh, all this information but it's actually nice because you know it's it's kind of like when people realize about things it's like i remember when freddie mercury passed away and uh, i remember how famous queen became in those years I and mean, mm -hmm. you're sad because you don't want him to be gone but then you realize that well thank to that <laughs> i would say everybody suddenly found out about an amazing band and now i feel like many yeah. people are actually discovering about piazzolla because of his centennial and mm -hmm. and that's amazing i mean it's a wonderful composer yeah and is centennial a usual thing that's done for uh i don't know in these sort of things 
It's an. Uh, I think it's just an easy way to have an anniversary, an excuse to celebrate. You wouldn't celebrate it on the ninety ninth or the ninety. Yeah. No, but you're actually celebrating the hundredth year he would have been if he was alive, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and think it depends of... on. Yeah, I know what what you mean, and I think it depends on what. Uh, it depends on the career, like you know. Uh, also, last year was the 250 years of Ludwig van Beethoven. Hmm. And I feel like we still celebrate him because of how important he was. But in the, in the case of Piazzolla, probably if he would have been 100, I don't know, 10 years or 15 years ago, maybe he wouldn't have had as big celebration. Like mm-hmm. we're talking in Argentina, they dedicated 15 days, 15 different concerts in the opera theater. Wow. Which is huge. Which it's a guy that before they didn't allow him to be played in Argentina. Like people, mm. you know, I, I'm showing videos, really interesting interviews that I that nobody has. Only me. <laughs> On this Friday, I'm going to show these interviews where Piazzolla tell how taxi drivers didn't want to take him. People used to shout and scream at him, and they used to be like, "Wow, get out! You don't belong to this country." People hate him in Argentina, and now they're giving him 15 days, 15 concerts in the opera theater. It's like huge. It's like, wow. He's rolling over. Yeah. yeah. They say. Well, but that's really interesting late because than never. Sorry, guys. Yeah, but sorry, in Argentina, No, usually in Argentina, we do not celebrate uh, anniversaries of people when their birthday. Usually it's their yeah. death. So something wow, about tango, very, right? Very so, but with, with Piazzolla... We are celebrating the centennial, which is very unusual. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. That's why I wanted to ask, because, uh, yeah. Anyway. So. So that's Fridays. The next three Fridays at 8 p.m. on to Zoom. To 9:30 p.m. And you don't have to be free if it's conflicting with your schedule. You can still receive the recording, uh, and you can register through Adam and me and get to experiencing amazing music and history lecture series because last time was fun fun last time yes yeah Mm -hmm. yay guys you have an amazing audience that's the thing we sweat a lot you guys you guys are amazing yes we we really really enjoyed and i'm talking on behalf of leandro because we talked also what it was such a nice, you know, we, we've been doing these seminars for a while and every audience is different. Every group of people is different, but you guys uh, have such a nice group of people that we really, really enjoyed it. I hear that, everybody? So from... <laughs> you hear that, listeners? And that's because of You're you awesome. guys. It's confirmed. <laughs> it is confirmed. Everyone By two experts. Yeah. By two experts. Oh, and, and, yeah, Audrey... Audrey, Audrey, you're right. You're saying that uh, he was 13 when he played with Gardel. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're completely right. Yeah, the Gardel, it's another very interesting thing that I that I have the videos and stuff and stories. Really, really interesting how Piazzolla, one of the you know icons in the new tango, met Gardel, which is another icon of the traditional singers, tango singers. And they actually met in New York and they filmed a movie together. And it's like... All these funny facts about history. And we are going to pay attention when he came back to New York and he signed with Tito Puente mm. to do an album 
and wow. actually how he recorded with bongos and maracas. Well, don't 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 tell too much. This okay. is gonna give people a Spoiler reason alert. to come on All Friday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can come and learn more about it. Yeah, I can't can. wait. This will be fantastic. So, check out the Facebook event. Check out our website, adamandchicotango.com, to get registered. And we'll see you Friday. And as Chico said, you can always download the video for future reference if you can't make the lesson. Leandro, amazing. how was Brazil? Brazil was amazing. It was great, nice seeing people I Don't love. lie, I heard everything is closed. <laughs> <laughs> everything Don't is try closed. to make us feel like, oh. Everything is closed. <laughs> That was the soundtrack. You guys, you guys, you guys talk, you know, in Argentina we have, I don't know if opera has a musician, but in Argentina we have Susana Jimenez. And Susana Jimenez is kind of like the Argentinian opera. And she used to have the maestruli, which is the pianist next to her. And, she, and he would be always playing the background music. So I'm right now I'm your maestruli. Okay. You keep, you keep talking and I'm going to, Make music on the background. <laughs> Brazil! Perfect. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it's going I'm to be live seeing... music by Emiliano on these Fridays as well. I am sort of visualizing a black and white movie slightly in fast forward mode of uh, Leandro's <laughs> days in Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. That's Walking through, through the streets. That was a movie. I was just going to say, that's his memory of it too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have no memories, it's just blurred. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, you guys. Thank you, and see you on see Friday. See you in two days. Yay, perfect. We'll be there. With Wonderful. wine. Thank you. Red or With white? Wine. With wine. Red. Okay, right. red, then. See you. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Have fun with Matthias and everybody. Will Bye. Do. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Always red. I was just thinking, it's, is Astor white wine or red wine? Astor's red wine. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, for me. I'm wondering what everyone else thinks. Mm. Bubbles. Bubbles. Mm -hmm. See, I thought like... Whiskey. Uh -uh, we're oh, getting outside that's of the box. Much, that's true. That's true. I'd have to go with that. Scotch, mm. actually. Smoky. Oh, I like this game. I have a game for um, Matthias later. Yeah, we should add this one on to too. Colors, but we should also do one comparing orchestras to alcohol. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, definitely. Audrey, it has to be smoky. I agree. Oops. Oops, Adam. Was that a sound effect? Yeah, that was the drum roll. <laughs> Yes, my favorite. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Now the show has become more like... I now know. it's the Howard Stern show. It, or Beavis and Butthead. Hmm. 
That, that's us. That's us. Now I just am going to end that conversation. And Mark Groden, if you're around, feel free to call us at any moment. Otherwise, I might burp again. Otherwise, yeah. My ears might Hello. 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 Hey. How's it going? Great. Good. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing Good. well. Had a very, very busy day, but it's satisfying. And yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. What did you do? Where are you teaching? Oh, let, 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 let's introduce our guest to the listeners, Chica. Okay, Adam. <laughs> Mr. Mark Rowden. Hi, is a... old friends, old housemate. Old, <laughs> he, yeah. The reason he's on the show is because he's my old roommate. Hey, Otherwise, old he wouldn't dare join that. us. Yeah, old friends, old friends. Old it's been friend. a long time though. And amazing musician, amazing vocalist. And on that topic, I wanted to tell you a story really quick. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. So, shoot. Shoot. A long time ago, there was a salsa teacher at the school where I teach, and her uh -huh. and I would chat and flirt a little bit. And one day I said, um, you know, my, my friend Mark is playing a show at the living room and we should go. And she said, sounds good. And oh no, we, we went. You remember you played the living room, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was playing so there we go regularly. and I, I was playing there regularly. More. Okay. So I think it was a Sunday and I went with her and it wasn't really a date, but it was sort of like, you know, you feeling it out. Mm -hmm. And I brought a few other friends, and she also came with some friends. And the moment you came out and started doing your thing, which is just amazing and captivating and sexy, you're one of the most captivating live performers I've ever seen. Um, well, thank you. I, would agree. I can see the spark in her eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Like, it was so apparent like you know we, we we go there i think we had a drink before with our all of our friends and then like we go and la 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 la, la. and then we sit down and you come out oh. and I, I, I knew it was over i was like oh. damn so never again will he take a date yeah. here Live music. I told Sharon, actually, Sharon's not <laughs> listening tonight. I told her, listen, you can't listen to the podcast tonight. You're gonna <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Oh, well, that's hilarious. I do remember, I, do, I remember, I think I remember that night. I think, I, yeah, I remember, I don't yeah, remember. You probably got laid. But, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyhow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, um. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I'm <good>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, good. Okay, good. I like that answer. Um, yeah. So, Mark, so, you, uh, were, you were living in San Francisco, right? When yeah, we first yeah. got, when we first listened to your album that Peter produced, I think. Yeah. The Peter's um, label released, yeah. Yeah, and mm -hmm. then um, you moved to New York, <laughs> then you moved to New Orleans. And well, I was in New Orleans. Back. I was traveling. I was touring a lot for mm -hmm. a few years, and then I settled in New Orleans. But then the theater, the Marini Opera House where I worked, we had to shut down for a while to do some uh, renovations to get it up mm -hmm. to code. 
And so I went up to New York and then I had a couple of residencies up there and then I oh, moved I back see. to San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. let go of the place in New Orleans. So much later, hmm, but, um, I see. yeah, but yeah, I've been back here in the Bay area mainly for the last, since 2013, I think it was, I came back. I was so living within... there with you guys in 2012. If I yeah. remember right. I think so. 2012, 2013, right in there. Mm-hmm. And so with these, they're all three amazing cities. If you ask me within the U.S., I would probably pick those three as my top three cities. And uh, Chicago, I guess, would come later. I don't know. I'm trying to think right now. And Austin. Oh, definitely. Me uh, too. Oh, those are my cities. Definitely. Yeah, yeah there's other cities uh, I love. There's other lot, lot of small towns I love too. But honestly, I realize mm-hmm. wherever I go, I just kind of love it there. You know? <laughs> oh, I love it here. <laughs> I'm like that too. So when you oh, moved God, out of <laughs> every time, every time we travel somewhere, I'm like, Sharon, we should move here. I know. Like, exactly. All right, calm down. You know exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> so, what's yeah, something that you love in New Orleans that you can't find in New York? Uh, in New York. Uh the seasoning there's a different seasoning in the air you know mm. it's just a different flavor mm. uh i mean i know upside having lived in three those three cities quite a bit i mean a fair amount i do know i mean i will i do have i do there's some there's this old saying that uh i say new orleans is san francisco's older sister you know mm. san francisco is the prettier younger sister and, you know <laughs> new orleans is the little rougher older sister mm-hmm. who might stab you at the bar but now new orleans is so gentrified it's different now um i will say that as an artist as a musician that is primarily interested in creation like i've had good job offers for you know like one with cirque du soleil but i didn't take it because i'd have to do the same songs like seven eight times a week just the wow. same show and i'm not so much interested in that as i am creating you know creating mm-hmm. new you know so i turned it down i've turned down a few things like that and um, and the thing is, in uh, as a creator, as a composer, New York and San Francisco are very supportive. There aren't that many venues in New Orleans to play original music and where mm-hmm. it's going to get really appreciated. And um, mm-hmm. there are the venues that there are, the Marini Opera House, um, uh, uh, anyhow, Snug Harbor, certain places are really good at supporting local artists, uh, you know, but a lot of... It was hard to do original work there while in New York. If you do original work, like well, Chico, I mean, I, I remember got, New York was always really good to me, and it was because I was more of my innovation more than. That's the thing is, is New Orleans is a town of tradition. It's very yeah, much I, a town of tradition. I remember mm-hmm. when we would walk around in New Orleans, and the same bars every night had the same music because that's tourists yeah. mm-hmm. are wanting to hear that cliche stuff. Yeah, and, and I knew I'm, a lot of yeah. musicians who worked seven nights a week and made a decent living, but they were playing the same stuff every mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I never really thought about it. You know, that's why I wanted to ask him, like as a musician, mm-hmm. yeah. what are the no? It's a good question. It's differences. Good question. I like. They're both really great, but New York for me, I think for my my more my full complete self. Although I did have a good thing, I have a good you know I have a good base down in. New Orleans. So I have an audience there. 
but it's not in general as, as supportive as say New York or San Francisco or Chicago. Man, Chicago. I remember playing yeah. Chicago. A lot of time you'd play this club, but I get up there solo or just with a little trio, and man, everyone would listen to every single word, and that's kind of the work I do. My my stuff is like you know every note counts kind of stuff music mm-hmm. it's not like where it's dance music where it's more about the groove you know i take i kind of take that i take that from uh aaron copeland that every notes counts aesthetic but that's kind of you know how i work and it's better for like a theater but then so i play all these shows say in texas and be really loud i'd have to whoop it up you know but when mm-hmm. i get up north and you know diff- the different cities and the audiences and the cultures the musical cultures it's Pretty interesting stuff to me. Yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. Well, it's also the way you play, like, I mean, I haven't heard you live so many times, but what was also amazing to me, that you hear someone on a label, you listen to the song, it's amazing, you sound amazing. Like, the moment we heard you the first time, I was like, oh, my God, I fell in love with him. Like, but when we heard you live, what was very interesting to me is that you love engaging the audience Mm -hmm. and you have an amazing talent in getting people to join in the singing with you and that's like a completely different game i'm guessing not only and just not only just joining in the singing it's like you're really present for them it's almost the difference between talking to uh, an interviewer who is just asking questions to get through an interview or having a conversation. Like when you're on the stage, you're playing for people, but you're also having a conversation through it. It's very interesting. Well, I'm playing for them. Those yeah. people there. And I guess that's, maybe that's the main thing. You're not playing for yourself. Well, hopefully, hopefully. Sometimes I was, you know, but I actually even had a whole practice. If I caught myself thinking, oh, do they like me? Is it, am I doing good? Am I doing well? If I caught myself getting in my head and my ego, right, I would usually I'd bend my knees a little bit. I'd sink back a little bit with my, my, my base, my hips, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'd move back. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I learned this from my acupuncturist when I was in my early 20s. And I'd seen, sit back a little bit and ground and just give it to them. Mm-hmm. It's not about yeah. Interesting. It's not about me, you know. And that's the only reason and, I perform anymore, you guys. I want to, honestly, I, my ambition to perform has faded a long time ago. I don't have strong ambition to perform. Occasionally I do. If there's a bunch of people performing, yeah, I'm going to want to go up and do a song at some point. But I want to let other people go first because I've had lots of opportunities to perform. So, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. jump, but, you know, that's kind of fun. But my, like, my ambition to do it is not so much, but I have had the experience that when I do it, people feel moved and so i do it that's you know what i mean i still write songs i'm still you know i'm doing all that stuff but it's not i'm really really in it now for other people like mm-hmm. that's why i do it and i think it's and the best place i've the best relationship i've ever had with music you know is yeah. now because that's so clear to me like mm-hmm. and it's nice yeah, when it's nice to get the, to get like the revenue you know and of course it's titillating to get attention but it doesn't last and it doesn't really make you any ha- me any happier it just feels good for a minute you know it's not yeah you know so it's more about if i can if i can touch people and that's why most of my work now is about getting more other people involved like when i came back to san francisco i did a series of concerts when i first came back things were really popping for me here you know people were excited mm-hmm. i was back the people i hung out with hadn't had kids quite yet you know they were still going out <clears throat> so i could do a show and then get a ton of people 
<clears throat> and but what I would do is I'd print out, I'd let people know the set list in advance, and I'd print out all the words and hand them out to everyone so they could sing wow. along. And then I ended up starting a choir. Now I'm working on some other performative work, you know, that, um, but it's not so performative. It's uh, more about the audience than it is the performers. Mm. Interesting. In a many ways, so it's a whole thing. When I'm did really you start interested. doing that? Like, when in your singing experience? Oh, I think from or, the beginning. Like, or what you know, influenced you to do that? Because okay, not many singers do it. I think I can tell you. It's the fact that um, I, when I was in my early 20s, studied Orff Schulwerk, which is a music education approach that people may be familiar with because it's the one where they use the xylophones, right? Xylophones and telephones like little glockenspiels and kids are playing them you may have seen it before i'm trained in this i did three years of study so and then back in the midst of that training and being an elementary school and high school music teacher as a winds player i um when when i when i was 24 all my, in you guys have heard the story, I think. All my instruments got stolen. All my wind instruments. No, I know. Right. Were I remember, stolen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's new yeah. for me. So all cool. my wind instruments were stolen. I, they were at Terrible. a theater where I was doing music for a dance company. And someone broke in and got everything I had. And the next day I came wow. back and I was like, shit, I was so bummed. And, but I went, you know, I kind of, I'm actually, I think, you know, I have, I have bipolar type too. Well, I didn't know that then when I was hanging out with you guys, but I know now. But one upside of it is I actually process emotional stuff fast sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm. So I went through the stages of grief like like 10 minutes, and I was like, okay, I'm a, I guess I'm going to sing. And I started singing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I just started right then. I'm like, okay. And I was cool with it. I was okay. It's like, okay, I'll get new horns. I'll get new flutes, whatever. I'm going to sing. I've always wanted to sing. I'm going to sing. So I went home, and I put on uh this is a different story now i don't want to get too lost in this but i thought what's the most soulful vocal music i've ever heard who do i really love whose vocals do i love and i immediately thought of the uh prison uh, field recordings of uh prison work songs in uh, mm. from the 40s and early 50s uh recorded by lomax at uh, louisiana state pen uh, at uh, angola and uh one in texas i can't remember the name right now Anyhow, so um, anyhow, that's how I so I started singing. So, but anyhow, in the midst of starting this career as a singer, which was not a thing I did, I sang one song with the band that I, you know, I kind of kind of got started back in Fresno. It's kind of art rock band, kind of circusy art rock, akin to like Primus and like Mister um, mm -hmm. Bungle, who we didn't know about at the time. <laughs> we were all doing this thing, but really akin to that, like jazz musicians who were classically trained, but doing like arty rock. That I was in a band like that, and when I was in that band, they had me sing. We, even though I was writing some a fair amount of the songs, they had me sing one time one song just as a joke, as a uh, as a uh, what do you call it? A, a, um, encore. Right. And I sang one song as a joke because I had such a shitty voice, you know, so I was not a singer. Right. So I learned how to sing as an adult. And, oh, God, it's such a big story. I don't want to get too lost in this. Uh, you just give to me say, so much hope, though. That's great. OK, well, here, let me tell you this, <laughs> is that I believed I I was coming from the mindset that as a, and as a jazz musician, if you're really going to be a jazz musician, you do. 
you kind of get a guy get a young star. You really do. If you're actually going to be outstanding. And mm-hmm. if you want to have good tone, there's a lot of things. It's hard to get going later. But voice, you know, it's not like that. It's kind of so there's something more accessible about it if you can access it yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. That's different than technique on an instrument. Mm-hmm. Certainly like on a wind instrument or a, 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 a boat instrument, which to get good tone on a bow instrument takes a very long time and a lot of work. You know what I mean? So on voice, it's not necessarily exactly the same. So anyhow, so as I was playing shows all of a sudden as a singer, I felt called to get other people singing because I was learning it too. And I was getting all this training and leading groups and, uh, you know, ensemble music making. And that was my specialty. So I bring that music educator, you know, music pedagogue mindset to the stage. And, you know, and also an ethos of wanting to serve people and give give them meaningful experiences of, of ensemble community music making. And well, that's what I do. I love it. That's what I really want to play. I love it. That's what my I really want to play one of your songs. That's what we do. Yeah, let's, go ahead. Let's Talk play one of your songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I'm sorry. It's yeah, a I great story, to, though. Well, I want to yeah, continue yeah. the story. But yeah. Yeah, I'm, I want to hear your singing voice now that we've been talking yeah. about it um i sent you guys some stuff i got yeah. it all right here and i hey, want can I tell to you real quick can i tell you something hmm. yeah. i have not heard these recordings not cottonwood outside of cottonwood i have not heard these recordings these are unreleased recordings i sent you today oh right. and i haven't sent... heard them i haven't heard them in years yeah you sent them in years two versions and of i'm Saint gonna Judas. release them soon you oh, sent St. two Judas, one, versions of St. Judas. Yeah. <laughs> One's with the group in New Orleans. Which is amazing. And, and the one as solo. Solo, which is also amazing. Um, but I really like the, the one with the group. I'm your I man. I prefer it. Um, That's solo. Which, yeah. which would you like us to start with? I think you should start with the New Orleans group since we were talking All right. about that. All right. yeah, yeah, that's great. That's, yeah, I and agree. This, is, this features the leader of uh, the Preservation Hall. Old band oh, wow. and the, now it's called the Legacy Band. Yeah, yeah, and his friends. That place is great, man. That's great. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. All right, so we have. I relabeled it. Wow, Saint Judas. So I knew which one it was. <laughs> Can I tell you guys something? Yeah. This is this is recorded in the old-fashioned style where it's going right to right. track. Oh, I shut up. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. Go ahead. It's recorded in the old way that, like the Blue Note records, where it's just all the mics are. We're all in one room. We're all mm-hmm. at the, playing at the same time, and everything's just going to stereo tape. So you mm-hmm. couldn't turn up the trumpet or anything if you wanted to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's very yeah. old-fashioned. This is we're actually just standing there playing this together. There's no track. Wow! Whatsoever. So we can visualize cool. you're on the street in yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. There we go. Man, that's good. St. Judas, oh St. Judas, oh St. Judas, you got a shot glass on your forehead, you got holes in the soles of both of your boots, you're a movie where the good guys are bad and the bad guys are good, you like your whiskey. As a military sheet 
so you drink it straight from the back. But for a kiss on the lips that that whiskey is kissing, they about to execute an innocent man. Oh, St. Judas, with your noose on tight, St. Judas, got us through the night, St. Judas. Bottoms up to your buddy, cause somebody had to take the blame. You got a stack of cash in your pocket Oh, you sold them for the price of a slave But at the end of the day, which of you is the slave? Oh, you both got your price to pay Oh, I love Jericho fell to the trumpets Oh, in heaven it's gonna fall Amazing! Like a tightrope walker, but you'll never hit the ground. Oh, no, 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 you'll be dancing on nothing. David, he's the saint of the poets. Julian, he's the saint of the flowers. Oh, well, now you're the saint of the sinner's boy. So won't you buy us all another round? Oh, buy us all another round. A Saint Judas with your noose on tight. A Saint Judas got us through the night. Saint Judas, bottoms up to you. Cause somebody had to take the blame Bottoms up to your buddy Cause somebody had to take the blame Bottoms up to you buddy Cause somebody had to take the blame Shit, what an amazing version. I really like the piano in yeah. the yeah. beginning especially. That was really fun. At the end too. I, yeah. Yeah, Wendell Brunius on trumpet and uh, Larry Siebert uh, is the uh, Wendell Brunius his father was the leader of Preservation Hall before him. And then Wendell for many years and then for not for a little period and then he's back as the legacy band leader. And then that guy Larry, the piano, Larry Siebert, uh, he uh, on the piano there. He's I, I Miles Boyson, my guitarist, and I think are one of I know one of my highest musical experiences in my life was with that piano player on stage. That guy is something else, and he's not, wow. I'm not talking about he's fancy. And he listens to 
everything and he accentuates whatever is happening it's just insane he's amazing and they actually call him on wwoz or oz the radio radio station down there they call him uh-huh. the patron saint of new orleans the patron saint of piano and anyhow oh, hats, really hats off wow. to larry siebert oh yeah he's a to all of you guys that was amazing oh the whole group too but it's yeah too the list right now well and eric traub this tenor saxophone player who passed away so love to him mm. So how many of you are there playing and singing? Okay, that's um, <laughs> that's drums. You don't have, yeah? Upright, no, I can count real quick. Drums, upright bass, piano, guitar, Barry sax, which is invoice, which is me, uh, tenor, alto, and trumpet. So that's an eight-person ensemble. And we usually have Latasha Brown from Black Voters Matter, from, um, what is it, Sandy... Um, Anyhow, uh, she's the back. She also sings with us, but not on that song. Hmm. Uh, you guys have Amazing. seen her. Um, what's her name? Not Sandra Abrams. Um, what's her name? Stacey. Abrams from Black Stacey. Voters. Stacey Abrams and Latasha from Black Voters Matter. That's Latasha's the the backup singer in this group. Uh-huh. Hmm. But she's not on that track. She's on some other tracks. Anyhow, yeah, it's kind of crazy what happened with that group. It's pretty cool. Well, we danced to that song in our alternative room. Almost so every many Wednesday. times. Yeah. And, um, oh, really? <laughs> and when you were yeah, living one... here, we talked yeah. about trying to shoot something like on the Brooklyn Bridge or something. Oh, yeah, it's and true. It's still a dream I have. I still yes. have that dream that oh, we get yeah. like 50 dancers dancing on the promenade and you playing. And even if you could get several people to play, you know, like. A, yeah. Yeah. Super that cool. would be amazing. That, oh, I'm into it. I would love to do that, you guys. That would. My dad's listening, action. by the way, Mark, and he says hello. Oh, let me. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Your old roomie. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, true. You were you were there. roommates with two hoops. Oh, no, he wasn't there. One. He wasn't there. I then. see. Was he not there yet? He, no, he was with his uh, his girlfriend. Oh, he'd already I left. Mean, I see. He already left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. you didn't have to so... hear him snore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to hear you snore. That was so... You made up for it. You made up for it. You had him in your tiny ass room. You had that tiny little closet. Oh, my God. He <laughs> lived in a closet, man. He lived he in a closet. Yeah. Just to say, bro, well... and just be dancing all the time. You would be uh, you would be up till God's butt crack but gone. Let and me you'd tell be up you. The next day, ready to go again every day. <laughs> but that room was an upgrade for him because before then, he lived in that tiny room. That was partial to the living room oh, when yeah, he first lived terrible. in that space. Oh, Remember yeah. Adam? Oh yeah. So when I first moved to Brooklyn, <laughs> I lived in the dining room off of the living room in that same apartment mark if you can imagine that. oh yeah um, oh man and then i lived in this ghetto ass loft with this hood rat woman in newark who is that <laughs> who this would tr- throw woman. wine bottles on the train tracks and shit uh, yeah and then uh <laughs> but i actually you know, I did have the main bedroom in that apartment, Mark, for several years. That back room. Um, the big that one, yeah, room. in the back. That was yeah, a that beautiful was nice. room. Wow, yeah, that was yeah. great. I remember those days fondly. I remember yeah, me too. running. I remember, you know, Liberty Mountain, I think they call it, or Liberty Hill. That hill up at, um, in, in Prospect Park. 
right mm-hmm. up from where we were. And just running there, I'd sprint out in the mornings, and I was so healthy. And then, man, I just, yeah, those, those were some pretty good days. But I will say, some of the loneliest days I have ever had in my life were being in New York, being around really? so yeah. many people, but everyone mm. was so busy, you know? Yeah, I just happened. remember that there's a really, he- just this, like, I am surrounded and I am lonely. lonely. I don't <laughs> mind that, you guys. Don't take that. Yeah, I don't. It's okay, but it was a real thing that I felt in New York. It's certainly mm. a thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's a so famous saying, like, other... the loneliest I ever bid was in a room full of people. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like that. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Chico. No, it's okay. I love hearing that. Um, I have a few other questions. Do you want to ask mm-hmm. something, Adam, or shall I go ahead? Um, do we want to listen to another piece first, or do you want to go ahead? Uh, either way. Let's ask the audience. Song first or a question first? Oh, what? And then I'll ask you while we're waiting. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Now I can ask while we're waiting. Song, please. Song. All One right. Song request. Okay. okay. I have several. Then we have to hear. Uh, what did I send? Where did I? Let me see okay, so I'll tell you what you I have. You know my favorites. Well, oh, Cottonwood is a new one. A new one. Okay. But you could do I'm Your Man for Chico. Do I'm Your Man for Chico. That makes sense. Yeah, okay, we have, have I'm Your Man. Your we have Cascadian Overture. We have Cottonwood. We have As I Find My Life Inside a Bird. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I haven't heard that. I didn't just do that on there. We have you live as well. Yeah, yeah, I have some instruments. I don't know if I want to do songs. I did I did listen to the recording. I don't think that the re- recording comes through so well in the, these headphones. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was interesting. I have some cool instruments I could play. or I have all kinds of... Like I got like 50 instruments sitting right next to me. You know... All over. Crazy you stuff. Play, you play music through the handlebars of a bicycle. I do. I have those. Which is Here, I can amazing. do that for a second. True. Here, I'll do that for a second. <laughs> sure. People don't hear this awesome. every day. You know that one of my students has been studying with. He's been doing. He's been going for, coming on toward a year. But he, we were working on a uh, bicycle handlebar duet thing, with other forms too, other form factors, not just the handlebars right here. So I'm holding bicycle handlebars. They can't see it, but.
Amazing. Mm. You know. Wow. That 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 guy. reminded me yeah, of Turkish Sumaya. Confidential information. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That uh, took me to Turkish music. Oh, that did. Yeah, yeah. I'm the definite yeah. name influence. Definite yeah. name influence. Well, you know, honestly, yeah. I don't know that it's honestly. I don't think it's direct name influence, but I I know that nay traditional nay playing and the style that I play are very related. I haven't listened yeah, to much. Yeah, it's it's really reminded do, me I'm of like, nay. Yeah, that's my family. That's my people right there. We play flutes the same way. Mm. I also studied. I you know I also play caval. You do? Which is holy from, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is I from Turkey right as well. Well, I mean, it, the, it's the one I have is actually Bulgarian, but it's the same. You know, shepherd's flute, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple right here. Do you want to hear a second? Would that be fun? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to improvise. I'm not going to play traditional stuff. Okay. That's like a so crying serious. flute for me. It's amazing. Yeah, I love I love flute. I mean, wind instruments are really my home, you know. I mean, voice has become more, that's what's been paying the bills mainly. But flute is my, well, saxophone is my main thing. You guys never got to, well, I did a little, maybe a little saxophone there. Oh, I did it with Freddie. Freddie and I were doing that duet thing and Freddie uh, Price. Remember that, Aaron? Uh, Adam? Sorry, Aaron. Where, where was that? Remember my Freddy? He played oh, yeah, with me yeah. down I at, mean, at St. Maisie's, and St. we Maisie's, rehearsed at the yeah, house. Tuesdays. Yeah. yeah, Tuesdays at St. Maisie's. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Those were good days. Yeah, I um, always went alone. I love that never space. A girl. Never brought a you girl. You never there. met a girl. Once? <laughs> uh, I never. <laughs> no, I never brought one. Never brought one. Never brought, <laughs> only you only came alone. Time? Tuesday nights alone with you, St. Maisie's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember our, yeah, fun, and when he show, wanted but... to break up with a girl, he just brought, brought them to, to your show. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, let's listen to I'm Your Man. What do you think? Yes, yeah, this is, this, I love this that you guys know it's my Pacino, favorite. This is a solo version that's on love... this album I did, St. Judas Solo, that I'm going to release at some point. I recorded it 10 years ago. And I just sat on it. I just, you know, I'm not like I said, I'm not very ambitious, but I'm finally going to release this. But it's fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I can't wait to hear. Here we go. And if you want to love her. And this is why I lost my girl. And this is why I fell in I'll love do with you. <laughs> you ask me to. 
And if you want another kind of love And I'll wear a mask for you And if you want to partner, take my hand And if you want to strike me down in anger Here I stand, oh, I'm your man, oh, I'm your man, and if you want to box up, I'll step into the ring for you. If you want a doctor, I'll uncover every inch of you. And if you want to drive up, step inside. And if you want to take me for a ride, you know you can. And I'm your man. Oh, I'm your man Oh, the moon is too bright The chain is too tight The beast, it can't get to sleep Oh, I've been running through all of these promises That I made, but I, I cannot keep Oh, but no man ever got his woman back Not by begging on his knees, oh So I'll crawl to you, babe, and I'll fall at your feet I will howl at your beauty like a dog in heat I will claw at your heart, I will tear at your sheets I said, please If you want to sleep for a minute on the road I will steer for you And if you want to work the streets alone Oh, I'll disappear for you And if you want a father for your child Or if you just want to walk with me for now Across the sand oh, And I'm your man Oh, I'm your man Oh, I'm your man Ladies, step right up.
<laughs> Potato poodle is melting. <laughs> Potato poodle's on a flight to San Francisco right now. I, I'm visualizing her cabaseo right now. <laughs> She's in that a cab is amazing. to the airport. You need to release that version, Mark. What the hell are you thinking? I'm just, okay. I, I just have, I've been focused on this choir and I had another kid since I saw you guys last. She's almost five. Congratulations. Yeah, so I've been busy, been busy, you know. It's wonderful. But I'm, I have more time five. now, so I'm putting Amazing. more energy into it. I'm putting energy in, you know. I'm going to re- I have some things right in front of me that are... And in the old but... version, you have an upper right bass and you... Oh, and there's your, a whole group. Accordion. Yeah, cello, there was a whole group. trumpet... Yeah, guitar, drums. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole Okay, maybe the the I'm thinking about the video of you playing live with uh, just an upper oh. right bass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's with the woman with red hair playing bass, right? Mm. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to sing another... live for us without an instrument? You want me to sing live? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you know what I could do? Here, let me do I did write a song. I mean, this was for this, like, specific assignment. We were supposed to write a song to, like, uplift people. And Oh, wrong. Wrong one. Can you hear that? I'll turn it mm-hmm. Um, And I wrote this. Do you know? It was selected. Go ahead. What were you say? Do you know Nina Simone's story? How she got started singing? No, I don't. I mean, I've she, seen the film about her, and I don't remember what was. She used. She got a gig playing piano at a bar in New Jersey. In New York. I believe York. it was New Jersey. Was it New York? Maybe it she was lived in, in New, New York, Jersey. But she wanted to be a classic pianist, like. So like, she goes. Yeah. So she goes to this bar, and she plays like three hours uninterrupted improvised piano. And at the end of the show, the guy says, "That was pretty good." Tomorrow, don't come back if you can't sing. Oh yeah, that I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's another like I do remember this another prolific singer. I I I feel like you are a prolific singer as well. It's like such a gift what you have. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. And it's well, so it's, it's a great thing that your instruments were stolen. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. To. I was glad right away. I was glad right away. <laughs> I love that story. It took me 10 I minutes. I love to that. <laughs> you know <laughs> And you know what? I'm going to sing. And then you have this voice like what the fuck? I'm yeah. I'm I'm excited you guys I am working on a new album. So I'm I kind of well, I've been working so much on my voice because of running these choirs and stuff. You know what I mean? I've learned a lot. So I'm excited to come back to it in a way. That is, it's kind of fun to hear that these recordings, it gives me excited, you know, it gives me a little juice to put them out and like mm, start nice. making new ones, which is nice. nice. I need that right now. Well, that's I'm so good. focused that's what we're on here this for. other work I'm doing, but this is good too. Okay. Well, here's this song I wrote for this thing. It's called, We Got You. Like water got wet. Like sugar got sweet. Like sky gone high, like boots got feet. Oh, we got you, yes, we got you. We got you, yes, we got you. Oh, oh, we got you, yes, we got you. Oh, 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 we got you. It was really the version I put out with this 
podcast is a choral version. But I'm going to go ahead and record it soon, I think. And then, um, like your eyes got shine, like your heart got beating, like your hands got hold, like grin got teeth. Oh, we got you. Yes, we got you. We got you. Yes, we got you. Oh, oh. We got you. Yes, we got you. Oh, oh, we got you. And there'd be some kind of trumpet. Right And then after that, um, so the point, so uh, when the day goes dark, and your wax goes wane when you're feeling broken we can heal this pain oh 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 we got you yes we got you oh we got you yes we got you oh oh we got you yes we got you oh oh we got you something like that I'm trying to do it with a group and like use nice. all the money. I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is put get raise money for uh, homeless folks in San Francisco. I want to use it to try to get a couple people like you know who may maybe have a higher profile than me record it together and put out and have the funds go to you know help people on the streets here. You know, it seems Fantastic. like the right thing. That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's, uh, very it's like gospel... the New Orleans stuff. It's like the New Orleans-y stuff I've been doing. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it sounds very gospel-y in a way. Oh, it is. It's absolutely 100% yeah. steeped in Africanisms. That is utterly informed by African-American music of the mm-hmm. South and gospel spirituals. Absolutely. Right. And New Orleans, it's steeped in that. So, uh, yeah. And if you were to hear the, the actual how it's meant to be done, it's, there's all these, it's like a bug gospel choir. It's really... And that's what I'm planning to do is get a bunch of choirs, you know, to get involved too and get singing on it, you know. And yeah, there's <laughs> – I get shy when I talk a lot because I can talk a lot. Well, so let me ask you another question, Dan, so you can okay. talk. Um, <laughs> you don't need Chico, you don't need to ask a question. He'll just talk. He'll just, just talk, leave it. Just leave five seconds of silence. About... <laughs> just leave a little silence, and he'll fill it in before you're even done. It's true. It's true. Since you That's love involving the audience, did you ever bomb at that, or has did there I... been a difficult crowd? Oh sure. And, or if you oh, have yeah. a when you have a oh, difficult yeah. crowd, what's your trick? What's your trick to bring what's them my in? My trick is oh don't don't push it. You know, just go with the moment, play the room, always play okay. the room. So you know if they're not there, then just perform for them. Shit, you don't gotta get everyone involved. I mean, if it's not right, it's not right. So you know. Yeah, no, I asked in case you had some, you know, things, few things that you would try, and then like if it's not working, you let it go because oh, we sure, have it yeah. when I we teach, you know. like when we try to engage our group that we're teaching to. Sometimes it's uh, amazing yeah. and super interactive, and sometimes yeah. there is like no response. Well, it's yeah, like exactly. you said earlier, it depends on 
where in the world and this country and the community. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. They're used and the to night and, and what they had, you know, what they, how much they drank that night and what time your yeah. set is. Yes. Is this a Sometimes theater? Is this a bar? Is this like... a cafe? Is this a living exactly. room? Is this a backyard? Yeah, you know, exactly. Is this a, you know. Sometimes they look at you very confused. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the They're like, the I am here, but I'm not here. Look. <laughs> That's when they look at you up. like, Ooh, ahead, I don't sorry. know why I'm here. <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. What are you so next playing, the... Adam? Hmm? Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to play another song. I would love to. I wanted to ask Mark... What got you into music to begin with? Like, you know, I I can't remember not just music is just my focus my whole life. I didn't have lessons and stuff, nothing. I get I had like two guitar lessons from this guy when they're like molesting these girls up there. So I didn't continue with him, you know, so <laughs> in my hometown. Like, yeah, the you didn't want to learn those I skills. Took a couple guitar lessons from the molester in town. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. I'm not gonna say his name because that wouldn't be nice. But uh, he, yeah. Uh, so, well, you know, and one... I didn't understand nothing. He was like trying to show me chord shapes or something. Mm -hmm. It made no sense to me, but music made perfect sense to me. Because you like... were like, dude, that's not a guitar. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't even. I just remember it wasn't working. It wasn't working, but. Yeah. Yeah, my mom said that when I was uh, three that I just wanted to, um, my thing was I had this cupboard that was full of What are you like, doing in the background? Tubs, you like, gotta stop. He's smashing oh, beer cans on his forehead. Sorry, I know. Sorry. Stop. Sorry, I'll stop. Sorry. I was walking It bothers Chico a lot more than it bothers anybody else. Okay, Chico. No. Going back to myself. Everyone is. <laughs> okay, good. What are we talking good about? Good boy. <laughs> so you yeah. got started just oh, right yeah, away. Yeah. So I would just when I was a little when I was when I was a toddler, I had this cupboard that was full of like tubs and plastic tubs and different tubs and these two wooden spoons and I would play them. And and I remember my dad was uh, had these two recorders and he didn't play them. I never heard him play them once. I don't think, but I would play with them all the time and I just into it and. Uh, instrument would be there and i just figure songs out on it and i have this it, visualization yeah. where your parents bought you your first bike and you walk over to it and you pop yeah, the uh, handlebars <laughs> off and you start playing yeah. <laughs> they're just exactly. like what the fuck and then and then he takes the tires gets rid of the <laughs> rubber on it and starts like using like it like a harp yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, mom and dad. This is a really like interesting that. instrument. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was one time it's... there was this like Christian rock band at our house, and they were practicing, and then they took a coffee break. And when they went to take a break, and I was in like second grade, and when they went to talk coffee break, I sat down and started playing the drum part that he was playing. Hmm. And they went riding back in the room, like, "What? What's going on here?" So anyhow, I had those little moments like that when I was a kid. Mm. You know, touched by Jesus. So it was always since I was a little kid. Yeah. I couldn't help it. Touched by Jesus. Christian <laughs> rock band, dude. <laughs> That's what it was—a Christian rock band for sure. Because my parents had just That's become Christians hilarious. at that point. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you guys with Tango? Where did? How did you guys get into it? 
It's pretty random, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Cleveland has a huge tango culture. Oh, that's it's, right. It's like <laughs> ask you this question before along the Cuyahoga River. There's these You're little audios where people dance under the bridges. <laughs> um... <laughs> Am I going to have to check? No, right. <laughs> I actually grew up, as you know, like you know a lot about my past. I grew up in a very musical family, um, so it wasn't such a big leap to go into something musically related uh -huh. for me. And I guess because my yeah. Are you falling asleep on us now? Sorry. <laughs> Did I'm you sorry. just yawn? No, I'm... I'm not used to being on like my No, we actually I don't know if James is listening, but a friend of ours once fall, fell asleep on us during the show. So don't worry. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna fall asleep. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm whooped. I'm whooped. It's hell. I'm totally whooped. Well, and I won't to Yeah, no, I'm not like that. Adam, I'm sorry. I the funny thing is I moved away. I have a mic in my room and my and where I'm sitting, because I teach all day at this desk. And I keep like when I yawned, I moved away from the mic to yawn, but I'm on my I, AirPods, so it doesn't... <laughs> I have sharp ears, and I love calling out this sort of stuff. I am sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. But you were saying, Adam. Oh, just... Um, I think because my brother was the musician, and I was doing like painting and visual art, but it wasn't something I wanted to pursue as like a livelihood thing. Somehow, I thought tango would work for some reason, which it has. <laughs> it has. But, um, you nailed I it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I discovered yeah. it traveling around in Europe. Basically, mm, okay. I was traveling in Paris. I met somebody. He took me out to a milonga, and he said, like, you know, if you're – Looking, if you're traveling, if you want to travel the world, the easiest way to meet people is through tango, because there's oh, a tango wow. community. There's a tango community in every city, everywhere, and, wow. and especially now. I mean, post COVID, you know. But um, and I so that to me has really hooked me. I was like, well, shit, that's great. I can go anywhere and have a place to call home, kind of. Wait, what do you mean, especially now post-COVID? Did Tango take off? Well, when I met that guy, it was in 2002 or three, mm -hmm. And I don't think there were Tango communities necessarily in every city. But right. the last 16, 17 years, it's definitely exploded. Uh-huh. Okay. And I think post-COVID, which we're approaching, it's still going to be existing in all these places. Got you. So it's getting bigger yeah. and bigger. Yeah, it's growing. It's growing. Well, the international communities are getting more united, is what I'm noticing. Like with mm -hmm. some of the yeah. instruments, Definitely. some of the some of the rare instruments I play. You know, like I'm friends with all these people in the other hemisphere. You know, through you know through Facebook. Mm, exactly. You know. I think it's or amazing. Whatever. That's been a yeah, it is really amazing. Positive factor of the, this I'm time. Gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna duo project with a woman in Moscow. Nice. We meet every Tuesday. Nice. We've never met in person, but we play every week. <laughs> That's amazing. It's kind of cool, yeah. yeah. No, this this is 
this technology has been amazing. Like we've been doing, this is our 56th podcast. Damn. So every week we connect with somebody and like uh-huh. you who I haven't spoken to or um, oh, I forgot been in touch with for last. years. Yeah. Yeah, and every week it's like this for us, so it's amazing to have this. Yeah, technology after to help you, us. we have a friend coming in from Berlin. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, can you hurry it up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can take it. Faster answers. No. Talk faster. faster um, let's play another song, Adam. Come on. Okay, I want to play. Um, as I find my life. I haven't heard this. I don't think it's years. I'm curious to see what this sounds like. Okay. What's the full name? As I find my life inside a bird? Well, it's it's that, uh, yeah, I think so. It's like, <laughs> uh, what's your name? Marianne Faithful. Marianne Faithful song that I use in introduction to Incendiary Bird, which All is right. written with Angus Balburney, I want to mention, co writer of the words on that, of Incendiary Bird. I love this song too. I will free the bird in me Oh, as I find my life The blossom held within the seed Oh, as I find my life We are here and we are free we are here and we are free free the bird in me free the bird in me free the bird Hello. Uh-huh. 
about how each note matters when it comes to what mm. you're doing. Wow. So special. I'm glad you got it. It's good to hear this stuff. 
you know. This is nice <laughs> to hear. I don't listen to this. I don't listen to my own works ever. I would imagine, yeah. You know? that'd, that'd be odd. It doesn't feel good, no. Someone put it on, like, thinking I'm going to like it. I'm like, what? Can you please take this off? So, please, yo, no. well, it's funny. Before we did this podcast live, I used to interview people from the Tango community non-live and then post it later. And we were driving someplace, Chico and I and our good friend Michael. And they were like, oh, let's listen to the latest podcast. And they put it on. And I'm just like, dude, like, I don't oh want to hear this please. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been there. So I've been there. Yes, I've been there, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's too bad. It's too bad you don't like listening to yourself because it's amazing. It's amazing, man. You don't know what you're missing. Well, you guys, you know what's you know what's really cool is I'm actually in a uh, music of Latin of the Caribbean and Latin America class right now with a woman who's an absolute scholar, and and I'm so lucky to be doing it. It's incredible. Yes, we just got to South America, so we'll be on Argentina soon. So sweet. I'll. uh, I'll have a lot more to talk with you about soon because I'll really understand. Yeah, she's a great. It's a great course. Maybe I'll send you the materials that she sends for Argentina. I think you might find it to be interesting. I would love that. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass it we're on big to nerds. You. I'll ask her if it's that. okay. Yes. I don't know what her policy is on that, but I'll let okay. her know. Yeah, I'll let her sure. know about you. I'm sure she'll be cool about it. She's super cool. Rebe- Rebecca Molion. Yeah. She's a. a uh, she plays mainly salsa and jazz, Latin jazz, I believe. On piano, but she's she's really the, the real deal, and she's right wow, here. And she teaches at to. our community college. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. So I'll send you what she passes on to me. Thank okay. you. If that works. Yeah, that we would love that. And, yeah, uh, we really appreciate you making the time to come. Oh, of course. Um, it's been and such yes, an honor to catch up. It's special Thank to hang you. out with you guys. Are you kidding me? Thank this you very nice. much. Thank you. Thanks for having me, and I'll um. Let's talk soon. And really, you guys, I'm not. And we, if we, there's a way to do the video shoot. I think that it, I think it's a worthy project. Yeah, yeah, the, I, agree. yeah I with completely agree. And I can yes. come out and get an ensemble together in New York. No problem. I, the thing is, the funding always is the challenge. You know what I mean? Well, let's yeah. see so, what we can. We let's can see what we can do. Figure out. You know? Yeah, we yeah. can get let's some guys. Let's get on this. We talked about it so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so just uh, well, let's talk about that. And just in general, it's nice to be in touch. Yeah, of for course. Sure. Thanks yeah. for thinking of me. Thank you. Yeah, we've been here. Thank you right. so much. Well, thanks so for much. having me. Okay. Take care. Take care, buddy. Take care. And we got to go out to San Francisco. We need to come out to San Francisco, Chico, and. Do some stuff at his theater. Yes. Let's do it. That would be amazing. I'm, that would be really cool, too. You know, it's Let's so... Let's do it. We used so to go crazy. there so regularly. Yeah. It's so Sorry. crazy. Like, Peter Varshavsky decides to produce or work in the record, become a record producer. And then he entered... You know, we happen to meet him through Shory. Mm-hmm. And then he introduces us to Mark... Mm-hmm. Who then becomes my roommate in Brooklyn, who then we develop this great friendship with, and here we are. Yeah, and I think like first what happened is he introduced Mark's music to us, and then right. when we fell in love with it, and we started playing. He said it he's got to move in with me. Room. He's got to be in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, then he said, "Well, he's coming to play live in New York," and we were like, "What? We gotta go!" Like we were fans before right. we ever met him. 
And then we met him and he became your roommate. And we were, both you and me were like, oh my God, Mark Groden's going to be your roommate. <laughs> Mark Groden's in the other room. <laughs> I'm selling tickets for my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. made so much money off of him, Adam. He doesn't even know. know. <laughs> no, don't tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell him. But I, I have a question people. to everyone yeah. who knows Sid Grant. When Mark is having a conversation, does he not? sound like Sid Grant a little bit? I think he sounds like Nick Jones. Oh, maybe a little bit that too. There's something I, about... I kept thinking about Sid in a way. The way he speaks. Yeah. Mm. Matthias. Jamarnos. Por favor. Call us at 4.04 a.m. your time. Your time. <laughs> Hola. Buenos dias. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is my morning boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Qué bueno. How are you guys? Welcome. No me gusta. Uh, welcome. Welcome to your morning you. and to you. I didn't. I forgot you're in, in Germany. So it's I'm in Germany for 13 years now. 17? <laughs> no, 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. A long is. time. <laughs> <laughs> you really do have a morning voice, man. It's hilarious. No, no. So the, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out of a cold. <laughs> so, oh, um, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you still called us. Yeah, but yeah. I thought it's good. It's a good opportunity to show, like, a, you know, I have a, a nice, sexy voice. Like this, you know? my, my yeah, voice I love that. Yeah. I love when my voice gets like that. <laughs> we oh, sound like the last guy on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys, good, nice, nice. Yeah. I love uh, Mark singing. He's so good. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great. Very special. Very special. How are uh, how are things? I I was looking at your website. Are you doing a lot of um, Classes on Zoom, private lessons. How are you keeping busy right now? Um, well, actually, um, I am taking uh, regular classes uh, Tuesday and Wednesdays, but uh, the Wednesday is a, it's a private group, and Tuesday mm -hmm. is an open class for the students. Um, you know, I have a little studio here in Berlin, and uh, so just the classes uh, are used to keep people connected and uh, also to see yeah. them because really we miss uh, students. It's like that, you know. You're so, breaking up a little bit, Matthias. Sorry to say. After all the, the sound taking we did, like yeah, exactly, exactly. Really? Yeah. After all the sound checking and keeping you up till four a.m. Uh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Waking you up at like three thirty in the morning oh, no. or three. I hope it changes in a bit. So okay, these things are so temperamental. Yeah. Well, we do this show for, this is like Adam said, now it's over a year. And every week we do it with our sound too. We have to do a sound check because there were a few times like we were, we, there was one time we didn't do and there was a main problem. Like nobody could oh. hear us. So we had to figure it out on the spot. So... That's mm -hmm. part of technology. So yeah, we but have. It's so cool that you do this. So cool, and also you do it so nice. 
I, I really enjoy it. It's really good. You're like prophets. You know? <laughs> oh, like, thank you. You know, okay, really. <laughs> but but Matthias, you know, yeah. all of us in tango are multi-talented. We don't have a choice. We have to do it all. Yeah. You dance, you teach, you DJ, you, you perform, you travel. Even traveling is a talent. You know, you you're you're traveling the world. Um, you're building a what, community. Yeah, how's that? How's that experience been? Being a part of uh, a community outside of Buenos Aires. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's. Uh, I enjoy very much traveling and meeting new people. And but uh, I, what I enjoy the most is to meet them a second time or a third time. <laughs> because sometimes yeah. you know you go to a community and then you go just uh, one time, and it's like yeah, but you didn't. I mean, get the the feeling of the community or or really to meet the people there and. When you go a second, a third time, and then you feel a little bit part of the community. Yeah. So mm -hmm. this uh, I really like. And um, traveling to countries like Turkey, for example, that was a great experience to me uh, coming from Argentina. Um, mm -hmm. um, especially because the moment of uh, I don't know how you call that when, when uh, the 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 singing and the like four or five times a day where uh, the you hear this voice all over the city sing uh, the prayers, Chico. The prayer. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like they sing the Quran, I think. Quran. I love that stuff. Oh, this is so impressive. The first and the second time, and I think every time is very impressive. And I really yeah. enjoy that. I completely agree. Yeah. Oh, what do we do? Man. Should we ask? Should we ask Matthias to try to call again? Maybe that will help the connection. Uh, maybe. Is that okay, Matthias? I can, can try that again. And... So, yeah. so bad, right? Okay. We uh, can understand, maybe. but it is like every, like it's just going a little bit, but we are keeping up with the conversation still. But yeah, it's we will up. Call us back, and then I'm if it gonna do that doesn't break. change, we're going to push through it anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm All right. Okay. Oh, no. We had this thing with Peppa a while ago. Yeah, but it was that with her, it was her headphones. With him, I think it's the internet. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Germany is a third world country. So. <laughs> I, I agree. Maybe, I agree. maybe you're next to your refrigerator. Walk away from the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just opened the window, but I might die. Anyway, it's pretty cold here. Now oh, you yeah. have to be right next to, like, when I call my parents on WhatsApp, sometimes we have this issue. My mom's like, what's going on? I'm like, go sit right next to the water. <laughs> <laughs> and she does. It's so cute. <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm right next to it. And she's, I can visualize, like, she's even bending over it. So her, like, phone is even closer to the router. <laughs> Uh, How is it now? Is it a bit better? No. Yeah, it is a little better. A little better. Five questions. Yeah. I cannot believe it. Five questions. Five questions, okay. This is our five theme questions. song for you. Yeah, <laughs> Officially, five <laughs> questions time. Okay, first question is why don't yeah. they have good internet in Germany? Oh, we are poor, we are very poor, and no, just we kidding. don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, met, I think we first met 
through Tango Brujo. Yes, a long I time so. ago, yeah. and um, it was a very funky space. Oliver Kolker got us turned on to it. Ah. Um, what was it your experience? What was it like to, or what is it, or has it been like? <laughs> I love that it's uh, been through all the stages. All the conjugations of past yeah, tense. I'm learning exactly. in Spanish right now, so I'll, I'll throw it back at you in English. Um, <laughs> I'm also curious about your journey learning German, but we can talk about that later. Um, oh, that is not. That is not journey. Oh, okay. Then that, that's, that wraps that up. That wraps that up. Um, what is it? What's your What's your history about of dancing tango as a as a Porteño as a somebody from the culture, but dancing sort of outside of the the norms. How did you feel its change in terms of being accepted culturally? You know the styles of I don't want to call it Nuevo Tango, but but definitely not uh, suit and tie with the hair back and the whole thing. Would it? So was it the, yeah, sorry, I'm gonna ramble on with the longest question in the world. No, no problem. <laughs> I will forget that's why I interrupt you now. So um I think at that time we just didn't care about anything. Uh, I mean we didn't uh, care about what people thought. And actually not because we didn't care, we were very cool about it, but because we were um so much concentrated in and doing what we were doing that we really didn't have eyes for what was happening outside. <laughs> so um, we just were going forward uh, with all our intention and passion just just because we were that crazy, not because uh, we had a, a high steam or a self-esteem or um, on a very clear public position. In, uh, no, just, it was just us doing what we liked to do. And then when I say us, it's because it was a group. And uh, so we're, when you're in a group, sometimes you just are like, you know, this the things that are covering the, the horse's eyes when you can just see what they, what they can just see in front of them. And, yeah. and we were just going like this forward. So it was easy. <laughs> you wanted it is it was quite easy. And we were all in the same thing. So all of my friends we were all in the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes was, sense. Yeah. When you're with a, a bunch of like minded people, it helps. And you were just being like mm -hmm. that's amazing instead of yeah. 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 How did you meet all these like uh, people, the and like minds? Like, how did you guys start first <coughs> gathering and working together? I think is um, when you know it was. Um, I think it's, it's a great question because uh, sometimes people uh, start just ju uh, judging by oh you do this and you do that and you do this and that. But mm -hmm. for us, I, for me, my experience was I, I didn't. Have much, uh, many options. I was uh, when I arrived to Buenos Aires. I'm from Patagonia. When I arrived mm -hmm. to Buenos Aires, uh, I had no money, and and the place where I was staying, it was thanks to this guy who really didn't know so much, Fabrizio Porti, and he mm -hmm. uh, let me stay at his place for seven months. Wow! And in this place, Pablo, Pablo and Dana were practicing, and they were living like 200 meters away, and this is how I got to meet them or to know them and they invited me to their rehearsals and, and and then they invited me for free to their classes because I didn't have money 
and and through them then i i got to meet kara wenham for example and then through kara to others you know and it was just like the people that were accessible to me at the time um and this is how i i got to be inside of this small community inside of the small tango community that is what i mhm you so know it's amazing yeah what's amazing is that all of you who were who were at least that we met in those times are all like amazing creative dancers even yeah. still today it wasn't like a short little fashion where a couple people met and thought oh we're going to do this stuff or whatever it was something really unique because it's it's lasted Cecilia yeah. Garcia Gaston Torelli Gino um so many others that I can't think of right now but those are the big ones you of course um It's very interesting. Like I think I so. Mauricio I think Mauricio was in it. Which uh, Mauricio? Um can't remember his last name right now. Don't put me on the st- spot. I'm going to come back. Okay. Yes, sir, that. <laughs> okay. Call, call us later, Chica. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that um uh Adam, I think that the reason for that is that uh, the time that we had to leave it, uh, you know that was our turn to leave was that time of uh there well, I mean there was not youtube um there mm-hmm. were really few videos around from old times i mean i i think i just knew the videos from uh, manina vilus and roberto rera and um so for us it was like oh there was a world to discover and to be discovered mm-hmm. and um maybe later with youtube and some um old videos that uh, became more uh, accessible to us we uh understood that we were not really doing much new stuff um but still this feeling of this style of creating all the time i think this prevailed until now and and this is i think maybe the characteristic that we all have from this generation this uh you know wanting to create something new. um yeah i think we had to do a bit with that Well, one thing I remembered about that experience because it was very early in our journey. Yeah. Uh, together Chico and I probably in 2005, 2006 we were we were mm-hmm. in Tengo Brujo. And I love the fact that a everybody that <coughs> taught there was asking all of us as students to also share, like show us what you're working on. And you guys all used the word investigate a lot like we're investigating we're just here investigating we're here mm-hmm. figuring it out um yeah and, and also that opened everyone... my mind sorry. a lot to sorry chico that just opened no, no. up my um way to see Create. the dance yeah. the, the, that it's much more creative and it's not just a couple of you know predetermined figures and and this yeah. and that and that's what really excited me a lot mhm And it was I don't know I think also the space really helped because it was such a cozy not such a big room because mm-hmm. sometimes in Argentina when you go to some of the places where you take lessons it's like these I mean those are amazing spaces too but you feel so tiny in it and there's a lot of people where at at Tango Brujo it felt very intimate mm-hmm. so it always yeah, yeah, felt yeah. like a little home get together where you're working mm-hmm. with these amazing dancers and each one of you 
have your own style. That was also what was amazing at the time. Like later on when the, like, I don't know, we, we weren't exposed to Tango Salon until much later on. And then when that came a little more fashionable later on, to me, it just looked a lot more, we would see a lot more dancers that are like cookie cut. Uh, whereas like when we were exposed to you guys, it was a lot of, uh, everybody had their own personality and that would come out yeah. in their dance. Yeah. So, so where, where's your training? What is your history of, um, how did you Bird. learn and who were you learning so, from? Yeah, he started in, uh, 1995 in Patagonia. It was, uh, Tango classes for stage. It wasn't for dancing socially. Uh, I took the classes because uh, I wanted to dance that move. Um, so my, after a month or two, I was performing really bad on the stage with a group. And my mm. dancer was my teacher, my dance partner. So I was 16 at the time. And then uh, I moved, uh, I, I got to meet this guy called Federico Toledo, like a year mm -hmm. later. And he was a great uh, sort of inspiration for me for the next three, four years. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I met uh, Tango Milonguero. <laughs> and uh, so I started dancing Milonguero and, and Milonguero style for two years before I moved to Buenos Aires. And in Buenos Aires, I, uh, as I told you already, I met Pablo and Dan at the very beginning. And I think that was like the best thing that ever happened to me at that time mm. because um, they were also quite ahead of everyone in regards to uh, dancing style, the technology of dancing, you know, they were really good. And um, I mean, I studied with them sadly only for one year and a half, and then they started traveling and then just life took us apart. But then, yeah, I met uh, Gustavo Naveira, who was I think, a great influence. Um, and then, yeah, and, and my first year I met Cara Wenham, and mm -hmm. he, he, with her we, we grew up together, we invented, uh, investigated a lot, we, I was reading a book about physics and how stuff worked, uh, definitions of speed and blah, 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 and I was trying all that, and I think uh, um, at that time, because again, not having money and there was really, uh, internet was not really uh, so much populated of information, I mean, quality information, uh, we ended up uh, doing, creating many stuff on ourselves, right? Mm. And, and then one guy that was a great influence for me is a janky, <laughs> who is a captain, <laughs> you know, uh, Mario Consiglieri. Mm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think Mario, yeah, Mario and Annabella, and well, of course for me, Mario. And and I, I loved it because uh, it was uh, completely different way of moving the body and him I got to know through my uh, actual dance partner which is Claudia because she was a student of them and when I moved to Germany she's German right so when I moved to Germany uh, to, to work here with her um, I had to meet these guys uh, because I wanted to understand better what Claudia was doing and this is how I got to know a bit their way of uh, dancing and I really it makes a dif made a difference in my dance um, and then, yeah, and then, you know, here and there. Uh, Gaston Torelli is a great, inf a great influence also from time to time, you know, Ticho uh, less, but he was at that time also quite influential. Yeah. 
this is uh, not too much lessons. <laughs> too many lessons in the lab. So it sounds like you you spent much Explored. more time exploring it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's really what is is valuable. Yeah. I, yeah. I I forgot that you used to work with Kara before because I always think of Javier, Javier and Kara. Of course, lately they've been uh, working together for so many years. But yeah, that's right, that, you were with Kara first. Yeah, or, we worked uh, like for six years together. Yeah, and, yeah, it was uh, like uh, it was great because she was uh, a bit disappointed with the Tangueros in Argentina, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I, I was coming from uh, Patagonia, and I was, you know, we have countryside people, so very low profile. And she was like, oh, "Okay, maybe this guy was gonna be okay." <laughs> and then she asked me to, to practice, and and uh, and yeah, we got along, and. She was dancing much better than I was at the time. She's phenomenal, phenomenal dancer. It's a, it's a beautiful dance. Yeah, and she's also living in Berlin. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah, yeah, for some years. Hmm. So this is crazy. So how 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 often, how many hours a day, how how often are you guys getting together at that time and, and just dancing and playing around? Well, we had the rule of uh, at least five days a week. And uh, the rule was at least two hours. So uh, we did between two and three and a half hours a day, uh, having just one day break. Uh, break and mm-hmm. during the week and Sundays, of course. And it was, um, I think, it, I, it's the time that I miss the most, the practice time. Sometimes people tell, ask me, oh, "Do you miss the milonga?" I'm like, mm, "Yeah, but I, I miss really practicing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> what it's, because, uh, but you know, practice in, in an exploration way, not like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, of course. And, and do you miss practice time as a group more, or doesn't matter, just any sort of practice time? I I think both are good. And the group is very exciting when you meet with all the couples. And whenever mm-hmm. I go back to Argentina, we meet like six, seven couples. Like couples we practice, we rent a space. And we are not really talking so much to each other. Mm-hmm. We're just practicing. <laughs> and yeah. and it's, it's, like, it's great. And it's not also that you know uh, that you want to do what the others are doing. I mean, you, you, you want you do your way. One is working on turns and doing great stuff with turns, and the other one is working with gangsters. So, and, uh, and, and we are looking at each other, but we are not really trying to do what the others are doing. <laughs> we are very proud. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Adam, you had a question for Matthias with orchestras. Oh, I was just... So, earlier today, I was thinking about Wednesday. <coughs> because Wednesday, we've had the milonga for so long. And I thought about if each day had a color, which color would each day represent to me? And I thought Wednesday kind of feels like a greenish blue color. And then mm-hmm. it got me thinking about... I was about... just going to say orange for Wednesday. I don't know why. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's totally... You're wrong, but um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I think Tango Cafe is orange. <laughs> so, then it got me thinking about tango orchestras. And I was thought it'd be fun to riff on this in terms of that. Like, what color is Dar- Darienzo? What color is... Piazzolla, what color is Troilo? If we were all going to choose to identify 
an orchestra with the color. Like for me, like the Angeles would be like shit brown. <laughs> I mean, you mean shit, right? <laughs> we agree on that one. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, a, a side note: I'm taking a, a musicality class with Horacio Godoy right now, and one of my Zoom accounts is titled Anibal Troilo for some reason. I forget why I did that. And he said to me the other day, he said, "You know, if that 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 said De Angelis, I would hang up on you." <laughs> 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 you know, you know what is what is funny also is that his sister, because I used to work for Mora mm -hmm. for many years, his sister she likes the Angelis a lot. She likes a lot the Angelis, and then her group uh, private lessons. I sometimes I was uh, helping her in the, in the private lessons. She was always mm -hmm. playing the Angelis. Wow! <laughs> Tell that to ask you. <laughs> well, I don't know how close they are, so. No. Uh, they are family. They are family. They, they are really family. No, I know. I know. I'm <laughs> so let's play this little game. We won't okay. keep you too much longer because it's very late. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm going to throw out an orchestra and then I'm going to say a color and then you and then Chico. No, don't or... say a color first. Let Matias say the first color. Okay. And then we'll say a color next. How does okay. that sound? Sounds right. good. So I'm going to start with cool. the greatest orchestra ever, Wandarienzo. I knew you were going to start. Not with the that. new Wandarienzo, by the way, the, the real Wandarienzo. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's uh, like a light blue. Light blue. Okay. Chica. I was thinking a bright blue or a green. So I'm, I'm going to say turquoise in that. Okay. And I think I'm thinking red, like. But okay, so now we color. know who is wrong, right? And now we know. <laughs> red exactly. is your favorite color, you said. Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, and turquoise is one of my favorite colors, so yeah. And I got red from Carol, on this chat, so I win. Okay, who's next? <laughs> okay, we're gonna start with the big four, so we'll do Desarly yes. next. Oh dear, mm. I know already. You know? Can you tell me? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's gonna be. Uh, I, I, it could be uh, uh, dark blue. Dark, dark blue. blue? Okay. For me, it's like a mustardy yellow or dark beige like along that spectrum interesting i'm thinking mm -hmm. just pure white <laughs> at first i yeah. thought yellow and i was like no not pure yellow for me yeah mm -hmm. interesting we'll see what the judge I, has to say i i would love to hear <laughs> other people's thoughts on this in the background guys wake up and answer um Yellow or blue? Oh, yeah, because those have so much in common, Carol. Thank you. <laughs> so that's a green, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're both primary colors, so I guess that makes sense. So All we right, both so... win. Pardon? We both win. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. She just didn't want to give one to me. I see. All right, so we have Darienzo, Di Sarli, mm. um, Troilo. 
yeah, I think yeah, it's a it's, a it's a brown, the dark brown. I am yeah, dark brown. It's just, you know, it was uh, snowing here in Germany yesterday, the last the past three days. So I am feeling dark. So yeah, it's always dark, dark and brown. snowy <laughs> in Germany <laughs> until like May. <laughs> Anything dark and stormy for uh, Troilo? I could never handle a winter in Germany. My brother used to live there for many years, and it's, it's always dark. Uh, we got scarlet and purple. It's funny, because I went between purple and sort of dark red tones for Troilo, and I'm going to pick red, but uh, on the darker side towards Bordeaux. And I'm saying blue. Troy Lowe is blue. So for me, it's Darienzo red, Desarli yellow, Troy Lowe blue. Blue green. This is a, uh, homework that Horacio gave you and you want to pass to us. So yeah, yeah, exactly. The board of the class. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 okay, the last of the big four, Pugliese. Pugliese is like uh, the primavera, like break. And spring because uh, I don't know it has so many things. It has the rain. It has everything. It can be cold, chill. I don't know. It like it. So what color could be like spring? It's black because it has all the colors. <laughs> black is not color, right? It's all the colors, right? <laughs> all the color. I think white is all the color. Anyway. No, I thought you are the, the white artist. reflects and black is the one that. Absorbs all the colors. Then black it is. I don't know, but I don't see it as black at the same time, visually. I like the idea of black as far as what black resembles. Okay. So I'm. Maybe we go with Scarlet, uh, as Carol wrote in the book, project. I'm still thinking. Meredith, what... Meredith is saying hello, Matthias, hello, by the way. Matthias, She's yeah. Tango Stories. Stories. What yeah, color is it for you, cool. Adam? I'm struggling with that one. I'm, I already I'm picked like a the three primary color. colors, so I'm I'm a little lost. We we went and I think we went in a good order, like Darienzo, Desarli, Troilo. Now Pugliese is a color. That it has to be a real color. Now. Sorry, Matthias. Hey, Caroline is yeah. Carol is writing dark purple, which yeah. also I agree. Has to be a real color, something pure. Like, I guess yeah. I would. Jesus, maybe I would go brown with that one. Okay, I think it's not pure, but it's like a mix of the other three primary colors. I don't know. I don't want to overthink this. Shut up, Carol. <laughs> Question mark my brown. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my black because it resembles all the colors. <laughs> Pugliese is the texture. Potato Poodle wrote. Mm. Mm. I, I, like I would like to say it's black with smoke coming out of it. <laughs> it's smoking. Those are the so easy ones. So it's not just the color. So it has have, a smell. Do you have a favorite? Matthias, favorite orchestra? Or does it change? I believe it changed from time to time. I am a big fan of um, Troilo, uh, the Caro, mm -hmm. the Caro Troilo. 
Fresedo, uh -huh. I love Fresedo. Um, and very much Agostino. What kind of like, Fresedo do you like? The uh, older stuff can... or the... Oh, the, 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 the sporties, right? Um, with Ray, mm. I think it's uh, Roberto Reyes. No, what it was his name again? Yeah, but yeah. The, the one. Yeah. And, this and is a... who is Sorry. the best, what is the best rock and roll band ever? I, um, <laughs> hard question. Yeah. Um, I have. I think he's gonna pick one of three that I'm thinking of. Well, you know, I was a big fan of Nirvana before I started. So that was one I, of them. That was one of them. Really? I was you thinking know. that one. Yeah. There's uh, two other ones. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, uh, I like Jimi Hendrix a lot, and uh, and lately I've been listening to an album which is really, really, really fun. Mm. Um, which is? Which is? <laughs> you know, I like it so much, but I don't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> Pride and Joy. Albert King and Steve Ray Dog. I really like it. You what know is what? it? What is it? We missed it, sorry. It's Albert King uh, with Steve Ray Dog. Mm. It's a live session. It's a beautiful album. I really like that. Albert King. Blues guy. Albert King. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, okay, so I threw, I, th I thought you might say Nirvana. Everybody I know from Argentina loves the Beatles. They fucking love the Beatles. So I figured you might say the Beatles, and then I thought maybe Led Zeppelin would be in there. Yeah, no. no, no. I like Beatles, of course, but Led Zeppelin, I really don't know much about. Hmm. When I started tango, I started at the age of 16, but at the age of 15, I started really listening a lot. And I delete all my cassettes at that time. Uh, <laughs> and I re-record them with tango music. And I, then, since then, I, I am totally ignorant when it comes to more music. I just know uh, tango. <laughs> and uh, like a few years ago, like seven, eight years ago, I, I met this guy from Greece who is um, very much passionate about music. And he brought me back into the liking this uh, rhythm and blues music and R&B mm -hmm. and, and the other one told me oh he loves and thanks to this guy so by the way I don't know anything about music in general <laughs> well when you come back well, when to you... visit sorry go ahead uh, sorry Chico I was just going to say when you come back to visit Meredith in Philadelphia Swing up to New York. We'll take you to a really fun blues club. Terra Blues. Ah. Amazing yeah. place. I love blues. Yeah. Live oh. blues yeah. every night. It's, yeah. it's not Chicago blues, I guess, but it's still but man, awesome. In style, still, yeah. And Great. when you asked the question, Adam, you asked mm -hmm. rock band, right? Like, um, for me... Beatles would never cross my mind as a rock band. This is what? how funny genres Where, are. What? Wait, wait. What is? I don't what know what genre. Like Beatles, it's it's genre to me. I mean, like it it wouldn't be rock for me for some reason. Chuck Berry is kind of like the quote unquote inventor of rock, but but if you listen to 
What do you think of rock? What is rock to you? Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm bringing this up. That it's interesting. I have no idea what defines rock, but hmm. Beatles sounds doesn't resemble rock to me. Um, interesting. Yeah, because they started out. You this know, is as how a very traditional. <coughs> before they became the Beatles, they did like "Roll Over Beethoven" and all these little teeny bopper songs. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then you have rock and roll like ACDC and. You know, these bands from the 80s. Yeah, I guess when you say rock, like, I think of more, like, music that's after that. But I know that's not the case. It starts way earlier than that. And um, anyway. That's yeah, maybe it's like is. a soft that's rock or something like that. Pop rock, maybe, yeah. Is Anyway, I don't know. I don't know these genres to define something that well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think of when I think of pop rock, I think of bands from the '90s. To be honest, even though they're bands I love, like Pearl Jam, mm. Nirvana, Green Day, shit like this, Soundgarden. But to me, that's <laughs> not rock and roll anymore. It's um, it's like post rock and See, roll. But I don't think rock and roll when you say rock. I think about more like stuff before metal, <laughs> like Nirvana, Led Zeppelin. That sort of music falls under rock for me, but then when you say Beatles, I'm like question. I'm like that rock. It's, if my dad uh, was still listening right now, he would have a serious Ca- issue. I know. <laughs> I'm sure. I am sure. Because for him, the Beatles created rock and roll. <laughs> well, this is the thing. In my head, rock and roll is different than rock. Hmm. That's where the problem is. Okay. And it's, I think it's because in Turkey, we call rock music and rock and roll as two separate things. So I always yeah. think that's the case. And this is my ignorance here. So I need to learn more about this stuff no, soon. It's not really a, a codified subject. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, what is, what is Milonguero style? What is Salon style? I've heard literally them can, called the same thing by different teachers oppositely oh you hmm. know salon dancers do this milan girls do this and then another teacher says something the opposite and i'm just like well, don't there's no... listen to the teachers <laughs> yeah i was like there's no book about this so everybody's gonna just tell you whatever but no i mean what i'm saying is it's true like rock and roll is rock and that's it, even when we're in Argentina, when we went to rock and roll dance classes, they call it rock. Um, so it's very interesting that I don't. They call it rock and roll. To... Huh? They call it. I mean, we have Matthias here. He, he can. Yeah, we call it both it. ways. Yeah, they call it both ways. But rock and roll. Rock and roll, or they call it rock as well. And it's funny that I don't associate them with each other whereas one is the beginning of like they're the same thing anyway i'm just really happy we kept matthias up till five in the morning so he can having this conversation conversation. yeah i know know. something so random it's just like beating his head in the wall i know do we have another question for him or should we let him free so he doesn't hate us much we we can we can let what's your favorite turkish meal 
Oh God. Ah, well, there was this one. Um, I think it's called uh, uh, Iskander. Iskander. Oh, Iskander Donar. Iskander. Yeah, maybe. Oh, Adana Kebab. I really like. Oh, I hate you now. Yeah, now I, I want and I love and I love the soup. Uh, what was the name again? Torba. Uh, Torba. No, uh, uh, the one with a lot of garlic and. Ezogelin. No. Um, it's a white. Oh, one. Pacha. No. Shit. Y'all got a lot Ishkembe. of soup. Ishkembe. Ishkembe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ilkar was listening earlier. I was like, hey, Ilkar, help me out here. No, Ishkambe, of course. <laughs> I don't yeah, like Ishkambe. You spent a lot of time, no, you you a like lot of time in Turkey, Matthias? <coughs> oh, yeah, I did. I, did. I yes. went quite uh, often to Ankara. I had a spread huh. there, so I went there many times. And But what I really like about Ankara was that uh, after visiting Milonga or teaching worship, uh, we were always, always, no matter the type, for soup. And we were having all of us, 20 people, like Peter, Iskander, uh, Torba, soup. And it's very yeah. funny because it's a lot of garlic, very heavy. <laughs> With and you have it at like 5 a.m. in the morning. It's very typical yeah. to go after the milongo or after yeah. uh, after the bar. Yeah. yeah. This and the, after the certain they had a shure. Oh, my God. So, so I think the base for Ashure might be barley and then uh, a lot of like good nutritious uh, yeah. nuts and pomegranate and yeah. orange peels. It's this amazing pudding that is super, super good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's <laughs> like Pugliese of desserts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, well, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Matthias. We would we would keep you longer, but we realize it's very late there. So, we, thank you. So we much. appreciate that. You could start like at five p.m. You know, like BPM, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll do a special episode for you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I appreciate very much uh, your invitation. I had fun. Thank and it was fun to, to hear you. I went through the, the podcast and I first time. I really liked it. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That means a lot. It's been a lot of and... fun for us. One of the silver linings of this pandemic is to be able yes. to pandemic. do this. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, be well, well. We hope to see you soon. Yeah. yeah. Thank see you. Many yeah. also for He says love to Christina, which is my girlfriend, and Joaquin, my son. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, we didn't know you had a son. Yeah, 13 months old. Yeah, he's a baby. Congratulations. Yeah, he's a baby. Thank you so much. This is my my pandemic thing, you know. Bebe de pandemia. Bebe de pandemia. Okay, guys. Have a nice evening and thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Well, that's nice. That's very it's nice. Too bad it was it's a little bit of a sound issue, but but we could at up. least keep up with the conversation. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. With Peppa, we weren't able to at all. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, that was nice. That was really nice. We haven't really. He's always. I. I, I should have known he's from like Patagonia or somewhere, where a bunch of hippies are from because he's always such a chill and relaxed super guy. Friend. Yeah. Friendly, honest, just, just a really good person. Yeah, down to earth, and yes, and a great dancer. Oh, and so, the, the great dancer. And the great dancer. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you going to play the Pugliese song that was? Should I? Let, let's see what I don't even know. Hold on. Let's. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna start. Oh, you know what? I can't. Oh wait, here we go. Is this it? What okay, was it called? Yeah. Verano Porteño. Okay, I'll okay, play let's... us out with that. What do you think? Or should I play a Mark Redden song? Play it and then let's talk. I'm curious. Wait, we're gonna. How, what time play is it? This? I don't. I can't time see the a, time. Time is a construct. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but let me tell you that it's been 12 hours, actually almost 13 hours since my second shot of the mm -hmm. vaccine knock on wood no symptoms yet except for my migraine and cramps maybe uh, maybe the migraine is equaling out the maybe when you wake stuff. up you'll feel a little something i did when i woke up after my second but it was gone really quickly well i hope i won't i felt a lot of stuff in the first one too so maybe who knows? You know, uh, Meredith, I have a special song for that. <laughs> and I heard you got your real vaccine, Meredith. <laughs> Good for you. Um, so you want me to play this song, Chico? Yes. Okay. We can talk over it, but yeah. I am not going to the bathroom while the song plays. Oh, well, don't go to the bathroom while the song. So plays. don't try to talk to me. Okay. <laughs> are we, talk to are we gonna talk when this is over, or is this the end? I don't know. All right. Well, I guess I have to stay here. <laughs> I did hear did, did, this song did. before. I think. What? What'd you say, Chica? I think I heard this song before. Yeah, for sure. But I don't really know it. Uh, the OTV version. Oh, yes. So, did Emiliano say that this was arranged, written by Piazzolla, but no, played was, by Pugliese? Yes. yes. Okay. It was written by Piazzolla for Pugliese.
like it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's dance to it next time we meet. I think I'm gonna come debating. Hold on, big finish. big finish. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so debating because we gotta teach at noon on Saturday. Saturday. Uh -huh. I might as well be there, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And you could be here during the Seminario Storpiozola. But yeah, Friday exactly. Night. And then, however, on Sunday I have a class at two with Horacio. So then I'm like, well, then my whole weekend's at Chico's place. I don't know. Well, if I you can, can handle leave that. Saturday after. Like we can dance after the class a oh, little bit, true. and I can I leave. leave. Oh my god! Hey, don't I, don't me. I even spoke to Chico about it. <laughs> uh, shit, shit, Sharon about that. But, but what we don't have anything funny. Saturday night, do we? No, last time we had Saturday uh, night. That's why you were thinking about that. We were DJing that uh, virtual milonga. Yeah, oh. and it's an early class, so you can actually have most of you. Well, I have you, Spanish. You be getting at 1:30. up at. I have Spanish after that. So. Okay. Okay. Anyway, maybe I'll do that. After That's after your Spanish. We'll see how you feel. I'm so glad we'll everybody can hear about this. Yeah, our planning. But what was mm -hmm. funny is like before the song ended, you said, well, I, I think I'm going to come. And now you stopped. <laughs> now you said the big ending. <laughs> That's how innocent I am in these days. Yeah, I didn't even You didn't notice even notice. It. You're like in a naughty phase of life apparently. I'm in the uh That's Okay, well, potato mind. is also naughty, but um, I'm like an old man over here. I immediately I'm like what? Coming. And the big finish. You need to you need to listen to it later. And the way you said it was like perfect. <laughs> Alrighty. Anything else? Alrighty. Uh Cleveland Tango Marathon is currently sold out. Get your name on the waiting list. You can go to Cleveland dot com and put your name on the waiting list. And uh, I don't know what else. Chico, and we have group tuned. classes starting again in June. June. And we're going to start Tango Cafe soon too. Stay tuned for that. No dates yet. But uh, And when that happens, and maybe before that happens, when we start preparing for it, we might need to move the podcast to another <laughs> evening. Thursday. Uh, Thursday. Or yeah, I think another Thursday evening. is good. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in to listen and making our Wednesdays brighter. Alan, and the longer. capacity limit for classes is not determined yet, but it will be one of the classes is going to be solos, like drills, warming up, musicality, and then the other class is going to be couples. And you I could think be part as of now, sorry, Chico. Sorry, I was just going to say something stupid. 
Go ahead, say it. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> When you say couples only, meaning like you don't have to be same household. It's just uh, partners yeah, you partnered and your partner. up like we used to do. Uh, like, yeah. like just like we always did because we were yeah. always terrified of a pandemic. So we, always <laughs> exactly. we were prepared for a <laughs> we pandemic for years. For a pandemic. Yeah. Um, uh, right now, the space is allowed 33% capacity. However, we're using half of the space, so we'll have to figure that out. But I would say yeah. at least, I would say no more at than five, five for the classes. I would say five couples. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. But we'll Maybe see. We'll announce yeah. all that. Yeah. And yeah. we'll also reach That's... out to you guys and see what you're all comfortable with, you know? Exactly. Um, um, yeah. It's... It's, yeah, it's, it's a, there's a lot to deal with. There's a lot to work through. There's a lot to talk about and figure out and who's comfortable and what's allowed. So. And also, like, when we come out with whatever rules it is, don't yell at us. Don't judge it because it's not just our rules. It's the studio's rules. It's the other teachers that are using the studio. Like, it's a, it's a collaboration of everyone mm -hmm. that's going to use that space rules. to be the students are going to have a students. say too exactly exactly yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna get through this we're gonna figure it out um so alan we don't have an answer just yet but we will be in dialogue soon i'm gonna play us out with another mark Groudon song all right and i will see you friday chico sounds good did you just call Never. me chico Yeah, see if I had a checker. That's my California <laughs> voice. I'm from, I'm from California. A checker. A checker. Well, fantastic. I shall oh. see you on Friday. That's your fake British accent. <laughs> yes. It's a checker. <laughs> Fabulous. Right. Which song do I want to play? I'm going to play don't, don't, this don't one. Play I haven't heard it yet. Rubbish. No rubbish. No rubbish. different there better be singing in it Adam
So he wrote that. Sorry, I was muted. I love it. It's amazing. I had no idea he did that <laughs> sort crazy. of music too. If I had played, if I had played that, we would have had a, another interesting conversation about yeah. all that shit. Like, no kidding. Fuck, this man's writing symphony music. <laughs> it's so amazing. I, I, I was wow. Yeah. I love it. I'm glad you picked that one. When it started, I thought, like, I, I said, like, well, I hope there is singing in it. And then I'm like, hold on a second. This is a completely different game of music. And mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. It's a totally different side. I know he worked with in the opera theater in New Orleans. And it's just, yeah, she's done a lot of, a lot of cre creative stuff with music. So. It's crazy that he hasn't taken any music lessons. Or <laughs> two from a guy who was a, was a molester. Was a molester. <laughs> Jeez. I'm going to go find a molester uh. to work <laughs> with for two classes and then start singing. Yeah, the hand of God. All right. All right. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. No. All right. <laughs> That's not what um, I will play that for you, Poodle. We're gonna we're gonna leave the show with the solo version of Saint, Saint Judas, Judas for good idea, our, Poodle. One of our two biggest fans. Poodle, Poodle. turned into a puddle while he she was listening to Mark it's sing. A potato puddle. Yeah, she became a <laughs> potato puddle. <laughs> All right, Chico. I'll see you, Freddie. Okay, ciao. Yeah, ciao. Get out of here. Ciao. Igejelar. Ciao. Igejelar. Igejelar. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
Saint Judas, oh Saint Judas, oh Saint Judas. You got a shot glass scar on your forehead. You got holes in the soles of both of your boots. You're a movie where the good guys are bad and the bad guys are good. You like your whiskey neat as a military sheet, so you drink it straight from the back. But the kiss on the lips that that whiskey is kissing, they about to execute an innocent man. A Saint Judas with your noose on tight, Saint Judas, guide us through the night, Saint Judas. Bottoms up to your buddy, cause somebody had to take the blame. You got a stack of cash in your pocket. Oh, you sold them for the price of a slave. But at the end of the day, which of you is the slave? Oh, you both got your price to pay. Oh, oh, oh Jericho, it fell to the trumpets. Oh, in heaven, it's gonna fall to the hounds. Oh, buddy, you'll take your fall like a tightrope walker. But you'll never hit the ground. No, no, you'll be dancing on nothing. David, he's the saint of the poets. Julian, he's the saint of the clowns. Oh, well, now you're the saint of the sinner's boy. So won't you buy us all another round? Oh, buy us all another round. Oh, Saint Judas, with your noose on tight. Saint Judas, guide us through the night. Saint Judas, but it's up to your buddy, cause somebody had to take the blame. Bottoms up to your buddy, cause somebody had to take the blame. Bottoms up to you, buddy, cause somebody had to take the blame. Oh, St. Judah.